0: Come on in and join our podcast, It Is Our Time, as we talk about life, business, beauty, and wellness. Here we share our stories of common issues, our challenges and business concerns, and, of course, our wins as entrepreneurs in the beauty world. Our Season 3 Letting Go to Thrive theme is needed in these uncertain times that we're living in right now, the fear of the unknown. Now is the time for us to be real and access our wellness financially, physically, mentally, and spiritually to make wise choices and focus our energy on living positively and proactively, creating the possibility for extraordinary lifestyles. And so today I am honored to be your host here on It Is Our Time, Belinda Baker, sharing with you as we tackle the defining your business after the disruption of COVID-19. COVID-19, the pandemic, has, has radically changed the way we live. Our lives have been disrupted, and uh, whether it's struggling to get our kids to participate in online learning or finding your productive groove while working at home or being isolated physically from loved ones, the struggle is real our new reality looks and feels completely different. Add in being an entrepreneur on top of all of that. It's crazy. The uncertainty and the fear, it can be overwhelming. And so today I am honored to host this conversation with a dear friend of mine, a colleague, a business partner, where we're going to help define our business after the disruption of COVID nineteen. And so I want you to prepare, sit back, relax, get ready to take in all of these nuggets from our conversation as I bring on my dear friend Charla Salone, who is the hair oracle. The hair oracle with 35 years in the industry as a beauty expert, an entrepreneur, a motivational speaker. I mean, she's owned hair salons, and she uh, has a product line. She's a co-author of several different books. And more than anything, what I love about Sharla is her passion for sharing, giving, and being a solution to the problems that we face in the beauty industry. And so, Charlotte, I want to welcome you to It's Our Time.
1: Hi, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate the offer. Always a pleasure to rock with you, Ms. Belinda, in any capacity. So absolutely, I'm happy to be here.
0: Well, you know, we had the opportunity to oh, my gosh, it's been 20 years that you and I have, uh, 20-plus years, actually, we've been uh, beauty industry experts uh, sharing our wisdom and knowledge behind the chair. And as we, you know, kind of transitioned um, that level of expertise to uh, sharing and helping as consultants to stylists and salon owners and beauty industry um, affiliates, um, I, what I've loved that you've done is that you've taken and honed in on what your strength is, and mm-hmm. in the middle of that crazy disruption, which is still kind of there, but you know, back in March, you know, it was a screeching halt. Um, oh my goodness! What you know? What were your thoughts like when 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 we heard? Salons have to close, mandated to close.
1: What were your thoughts? You know, it was so it was so crazy, Miss Belinda, because you know everything kind of happened in a, like a trickle down type of effect. And so the very first thing that I heard, and I will never forget, um, in my salon on the seventeenth of March, and mind you, I had been on a cruise um, in February. Mm-hmm. that year. And so I was out in the water when that first cruise was out there stuck and they just, we just got wow. back and they couldn't get back in. And so I started seeing the severity of it then, but still, you know, not taking it too, too, too uh, crazy. You know, I didn't go crazy with it. But I remember being in Solano March the 17th, which is St. Patrick's day and mm-hmm. saying to myself, how do we do hair and social distance? Because yeah. they were giving us these, these very vague orders on,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, you know, you can still go in the salon, but you have to social distance. And I'm like, I'm on top of people. There's mm-hmm. no way that I can social distance. Now, the beauty was is that I, I was only in my salon. with just myself and one other operator at the time. And so that next day, I called her and said, "There's no way that we can social distance and do hair. I'm out." And so oh. I closed. Um, I closed down on March the 18th. I went home and began to talk to my children. Guys, listen, we got to come together and get a plan. And then that same night, they said the NBA is shut down for the season. I got my purse and my keys and went to the store. In the bank. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I did. I went to the store in the bank. I shut down. And for the first 15 days, just was thinking, because the way they did us was they kind of stretched us out over two weeks. So every mm-hmm. two weeks, we got two more weeks. Then every mm-hmm. two weeks, we got two more weeks. And so, um, you know, and here we are a whole year later. Right. We're a year later. Right. And so right. it was just, it was just, um, it was just something. It was something.
0: Right, right, right. Well, you know, that, that's, why, that's why this particular uh, podcast is so critical because I want us to be able to unpack some of those emotions and, and fears. And I want to talk about, you know, how in the midst of what looked like uh, the end, really a lot of good. And, and I don't want to say that because obviously we've lost so many lives. And so we're very yeah. sensitive to the fact that there are lives that have been lost and, and, and people's lives that have been changed forever. But I really want us to focus on, especially because you and I, our face is what drives us. Our face
1: mm-hmm.
0: is what mm-hmm. gives us our direction, our, Understanding that no matter what we go through, God's plan can never yes. be interrupted, even by a pandemic.
1: That's the truth. We, you
0: know, so let's start there, Charlotte with. What were some of the things you did as a multi-business owner that was in a service-oriented business that abruptly got disrupted to its core to where you were shut down? What, what? what things on the faith level, what did you do? How did you address that from your
1: spiritual from my spiritual side, God has always given me the the gift of vision. Mm. And so even when things look so crazy and so are are so unpredictable, I think God kicks our gifts in for us. And so mm. for me, one of my gifts has always been vision in the marketplace. And and so um, absolutely, you know, he did it like he always does and kicked that vision in. And the very first thing that I did was, oh, my goodness, at some point we have to go back in. And he showed me, you know, things are going to have to be different. So the very first business move I made was um, a reentry protocol into the salon because we had none. In in my state of Indiana, where I was at the time, we had no protocol yet. And so I began writing. Like, that's what I do. I start writing immediately and writing, Mm -hmm. okay, now what does this look like to go back in? And so I began um, to reach out to fellow stylists and kind of band together um, and figure this thing out. I know you and I spoke about it, um, and I reached out to – Tamika James, Darius Peace, Dave Ray, we came up with a book called Returning to the Chair, a Post-Pandemic Protocol Guide. So that's one of the things we did. And then I came up with COVID forms. You know, we're going to need some paperwork to kind of chart and map out where we're going. And then I said, oh, my gosh, but I still have to pay my bills. (laughs) Okay? What am I going to do? Well, I began to do virtual consultations and, and uh, God showed me, you know, that the marketplace is still here. You just have to get it out to the people. You just got to get it out. So we did the book returning to the chair. I did the COVID forms, which I sold all over the country and in some of the islands, um, 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 COVID forms, and then also begin to, do virtual consultations, which sparked a whole another idea, Miss Melinda, that you and I are, are coming together on, um, and, and still servicing our clients virtually and sending them our, our hydrology products, our blow dryers, whatever they needed to make it, but it still allowed us to bring money in and still survive during that difficult time. I love
0: it. I love it. Stop. Um, Melinda this is going to be a stop Um, As Charlotte was talking I um, heard a lot of reverb Reverb in her voice And I don't know Melinda if you're hearing that Um, And so Charlotte If you will just adjust Your phone and we're going to Go back in to that Conversation picking up with The gift of vision That you spoke about and then go Back through the writing of that that part okay okay um all right take two so Charlotte, you said that um the the faith aspect what you did with faith uh your faith was that god gave you the gift of vision expound on that a little bit
1: so god always has has made me be a visionary um so he began to show me things and and show me, um, the first thought was, how do we go back into the salon? There's going to need to be, you know, some protocol set up to go back into the salon. And so um, I began to write, like I always do, um, and and map out a way that we'll go back into the salon. I, we began to come together with other stylists. I know you and I spoke also, Miss Belinda, about how we would go back into the salon and so we came together and wrote um, a post-pandemic protocol guide called Returning to the Chair. And I did that with um, other industry experts and leaders, Tamika James, Darius Peace, and Dr. Dave Ray. And we wrote out exactly what it would look like from um, four different perspectives going back into the salon. We also began to do virtual consultations. And, you know, God was showing me the marketplace. You can take the marketplace with you. You just have to get what you needed to get out to the people, which is hair care. And so because of technology, that was one of the one of the um, parts of the book that Tamika James spoke about was technology. And still being able to reach the clients and get them what they needed. So we began to ship out our our hydrology product line. We began to um, send blow dryers, flat irons. We have written a book. Belinda and I have written a co-authored a book called The Curly Girl Bible. Sent that out so people would still get um, hair care. And that's how we did it. That's how he showed me. You know, this can still happen. It just has to be totally different. And I think that it will never be the same. I don't think it will ever be the same. I agree.
0: I agree, but this is this is as as you were as you were talking, what God was sharing with me in hearing what you were saying is that a lot of times people are looking for new things, like new outside of what they automatically hear. But this is what I heard through what you just said was that mm-hmm. in your moment of being still, you were still enough to hear from God. That then God mm-hmm. gave you the vision, and you were able to write the vision, which we know the Bible always. Already speaks about that, and then you took the existing content that you have, and you became creative with that content. And then you took the content and you took it to the marketplace through the technology that was already there. But if COVID hadn't came along, you probably wouldn't have tapped into the technology. So COVID oh, right. forced you back up against the wall to take what you already had that God had already given you. He had already given you the provisions, and then you turned it into an e commerce gold mine. Look at God. Yes. Yes. Look, Look at, at him. Look at Adam. <laughs>
1: <laughs> always Look shows up. You hear me? God. It shows out.
0: Oh my goodness. Yes. But there's one thing that you did that and I knew you were doing it and I too found myself doing it in that time was looking for and connecting to the right people to collaborate with. There are a lot of people who are afraid of collaborations. Can you share, you know, your insight on how collaborations work in the marketplace?
1: Yes, I can. Um, I am a person that, like I said, always has great, God gives me great vision. I know that we're not meant to do everything alone or there wouldn't be people all over the earth. (laughs) So, um, Good point. I think you have to find and understand your strengths and weaknesses. And then, and because we all have them, so that SWOT analysis of your um, strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats, you have to kind of understand that and know where you need collaboration. And so I Mm. think that, that good collaborations come from pairing strengths and weaknesses together or, and we won't have to call them weaknesses, we can call them challenges, if if that's a better word, um, but pairing your challenges with someone who meets that particular challenge and vice versa. So I know that I, I'm a visionary and very creative, and I have amazing ideas, but I can be all over the place because I will try <laughs> to do 35 ideas, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> which is not going to work if you don't have – Someone you know that can that can hone in in those areas right and be able to complement the the gifts so gifts should complement each other
0: mm-hmm. and I mm-hmm. think that makes
1: for amazing um collaborations and just being willing to to learn and grow with someone to learn and grow with someone oh, so that's, totally. that's that's my take on it.
0: I I think it's, it's a fantastic take, but what do you do? How do you tell someone? How do you share and help somebody uh, kind of level up? on collaborations does not mean that everybody is a yes person in that group. You've got to bring your A game to the table, and sometimes you're going to disagree. So in that disagreement, what do you do in order to move forward, you know, in this collaboration? Or did you find that you had any, you know, I don't know if disagreement is a word, but to get to common place where you're moving forward, how, you know, what are some of the tips that you would share with somebody?
1: Um, I would say, number one, don't come in like you have all the answers
0: mm. because you
1: wouldn't need to collaborate if you did. Mm. So that's number one. And number two, have an open mind to everybody else's perspective. You know, ask Mm. lots of questions. Don't give answers all the time. Ask questions. So, um, like, if you and I are having a conversation about something that we're kind of milling around, I think that everybody has to be, it's just like a marriage. Just like a marriage. Everybody has to be adult enough to say how they feel, and then everybody has to be adult enough to um, respect perspectives. And just be able to meal it around so that you guys can come to a commonality on how to move forward. Um, You know, it doesn't have to necessarily be an agreement, but it can be an agreement to move forward in this area. And this is how moving forward looks. So this time we may need to go Mm -hmm. your way. Mm -hmm. The next time we may need to go my way. The next time we may need to get outside help to help us, uh, push this thing to where it needs to go, and so I think it's just being open-minded and and being very very mature and adult, and mm-hmm. uh, constant compromise and um, communication, and good communication okay. and, 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 and consideration. That's a good one. Consideration. consideration. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> that's a good one. That's yes. a good one. Yes. That's
0: a good one. You know, because everybody can't lead at the same time. That's right. Everybody can't lead at yeah. the same time. Everybody, you know, and recognizing the strengths. I love what you said about recognizing the strengths and the areas of opportunities and even the weaknesses. I'm going to call it weaknesses because you know what? We all have them.
1: We yeah. all have areas
0: yeah. that we are just not strong in, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And when you recognize that, you can also and accept it, not only recognize it but accept it. Because in, a, yes. in that acceptance, yes. you allow yourself the opportunity to connect with someone who can make yourself look good because they're in their lane with their gifts, with their talents, with their expertise. And when you add that to your gifts, your talents, and your expertise, you get a, a, a full picture, a full product, you know, at the end yes. of it. You know, like the book, Returning to – is it Returning to the Chair? That was the book that you guys collaborated
1: on. Yes, yes. And it just went so smoothly because we all had our individual lanes. So um, Darius was about the proper paperwork, and uh, Tamika was about um, technology. Mine was about operations in the salon and how that would look and flow, they raised with the medical, I mean, the, you know, the technical medical end of COVID and what it is. And we just all, I mean, and it just came together so beautifully, so beautifully.
0: I love it. I love it. Now, there were, there were a few things that I definitely want to make sure because this is dealing with, you know, um, defining your business. Uh, after the disruption of COVID. So, you know, we kind of delved into what was happening in the beginning and the fact that in the midst of the disruption, you were able to kind of find a lane, you know, to live mm-hmm. in and collaborate through. Um, and that that helped on the financial end. Um, how did you, you know, were there any physical aspects that happened during that, that you found that you learned through this, you know, pop, you know, this this process of being disrupted by uh, COVID-19, by the pandemic?
1: When you say physical, do you mean like as far as exercising or as far as limitations or... Yeah, yeah. Um, And I actually had COVID. I was someone that caught COVID. And um, it is not a joke. It's not a Mm. joke. And so... Mm. um, Physically just trying to keep your immune system right, trying to stay healthy. I know we were all on virtual workouts um in the house, but that was only after you gained the first ten pounds <laughs> after that first Correct. month and a half. You have to make some adjustments, um adjustments there physically, definitely, uh physically yes. for sure. Yes. In how you move. Yes. You know, you didn't want to just be at home laying around. You don't have the demand of the salon at that particular time. You do have a lot of shipping to do, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, you just had to force yourself to stay productive and not get, you know, stay stay uh, connected spiritually so you don't get depressed and you are losing people. You can't go to the hospitals. And so um, I think that definitely um, – that physical activity played a part in keeping your mind and your body and your spirit kind of connected and moving. You know what I mean? Right. Right.
0: Right. One of my revelations is with, with my physical being during, you know, COVID and in particular between the month of March and, um, June before returning Uh to the salon, um, I found that uh I had to be very careful not to slip into a depressed state.
1: Yes. Yes. And
0: and and being real with that because yes. everything that I um for 30 years had known to do, get up, go to work. And I and and loving what we do in the salon. I Mm -hmm. had to be real with the fact that the disruption um, took away something I loved. And in in that disruption, I needed to replace that sense of well-being with Mm -hmm. literally putting a um, schedule together, like you were saying, of, okay, I'm working out at this time. I am going to sit down at my desk and I am going to work on, you know, what God shares with me I need to work on in order to revamp my business. Um, And very much like you, sit and look for what was already present and how do we repackage that so that it has value, i.e. virtual consultations. Because now yes. everybody was doing hair at home. Yes. But it didn't mean yes. that they knew what they were doing because they were going to YouTube or the girlfriend was telling them do this product versus that product. Um, they were forced to do their children's hair, you know, because going to the salon, we weren't there. So there was no mm-hmm. one to mm-hmm. go to. So you had to do that. And so it burst something that I'd had on a vision board almost two years before it was Mm burned during COVID because I was forced to actually sit down and work on it. I was forced to be still and allow God to actually work through me so that I would write it out. I was forced to just sit still. But in that stillness, it helped. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, that's what I want to say. I think it helped a lot of people. But if you think about it, if you really think about it, when we're still and God allows two people's gifts to merge, creates an evolution and a change. for the Look at Apple, Steve Jobs and and his Mm -hmm. partner coming together. Look what Apple has done for the community and Google and Amazon. You know, these mm. are these are all huge mergers. You know, people's visions merging together, and it has completely evolutionized how we do things today. And so, I think that that things like that are going to absolutely come out of this COVID um, COVID yes. time. You know. Yes. Yes. So yes. I, I definitely. Mm believe that some amazing opportunities were presented during that time of stillness and quiet and some absolutely awesome evolutionary um, life and earth changing things are going to happen after because of this time.
0: Yes, I agree. I agree. And we're not coming out of this the same. We shouldn't want to come out of this the same. We should no. want to be better, right?
1: Yes, yes.
0: You know, yes. Um, I I don't. I, my heart hurts for every person who has lost a loved one during this time. My heart hurts mm-hmm. for anyone that lost their business during this time. Um, yes. Because as an entrepreneur with both in, both you and I have 35 plus years in this business I can't imagine not being able to do the thing that I absolutely love however I will say that the evolving that you just spoke about
1: mm-hmm. I am so
0: grateful for the evolution
1: I am I am so eternally grateful for it. and you know, like like you said, we have been doing this 35 years. That's a long time to do anything. Do you hear me? And yes. so it allowed me to break my salon down. It allowed me to relocate to Georgia. I saw Lanes opening that I had never seen open. I've been trying to move to Georgia for 10 years. I did it through yes. COVID. Okay.
0: Yeah.
1: Yes. <laughs> I saw Lanes open, and I was like, oh, okay. You know, so we I really changed a lot of components. I haven't worked in a salon by myself in 30 years. And so I just broke that thing down. You know, we're, we're coming to the end of how we do things. It was time for us to use our brain more now than our physical bodies. And so mm. um, this allowed that to be a seamless transition into utilizing our gifts um, from a mental perspective, instead of just from a physical perspective, because that's all we had was the thought process. At you know, when when our salons shut down, we weren't doing hair
0: at our home because
1: right. I didn't touch a head in my house. Right. And so, um, you know, you just had to think it through. And so, God gave us some amazing vision through that time to to create some things for for the future.
0: I agree. I think that that what you just said, using our brain instead of our physical bodies, um, we wouldn't have thought to do that um, without having the the forced, you know, shutdown and disruption to our business. But out of that, it helped define so many businesses into a new model. Um, yes, that, that is a better model. That is a model that utilizes all of the um uh intellectual property mm-hmm. as beauty, as creative beauty entrepreneurs, we possess and shared on a one on one basis, but now it can be shared with masses because you said that. The the return to the chair you sold and the forms you sold not only in the United States but this was
1: globally. Yes, I did. <laughs> I sold them global, and and that I was a I was in shock. Like wow, you know, I <laughs> thought that because we did hair on autopilot, right? Right, we get hair on autopilot. <laughs> right? Right,
0: so when right. I saw like
1: four hundred forms, I was like, Oh, I still about four hundred forms, that's not bad. Okay. That's not bad sitting at home on the couch. <laughs> so I was so, tickled about it. <laughs> so so encouragement to entrepreneurs.
0: I want you to share a little bit of encouragement with entrepreneurs that um about how you know how you define your business. After, wait, before, during, and after this disruption of COVID 19, and what did they, what, what should they be looking for coming from you with this momentum you now have?
1: Oh man, a lot has changed. Like I said, um, the first thing that I would tell them is they have to find a way to create a new norm. Um, and And you have to expect to do things beyond the basic, so things oh. are not going to be um, what we were used to, and people are looking for ways because, like we said, things are not going to be the same. So I think you have to figure out a way to be extraordinary um, in these particular times with so many salons closing, there's going to have to be something that sets you Apart, and you're going to have to add value, um, and, and keeping close closer contact with your customers, customer service, and and paying special attention to the clients' needs, be it in the salon or like we've created um, a new platform that we're going to launch. Can I can I say it?
0: Absolutely. I
1: was waiting for you to just dive on in because I am super excited about our collaboration. um, Do it yourself, hair salon.com. And so that is going to evolutionize how we do hair because we are going to bring specifics to each individual customer to create their own personal hair care blueprint and then come up with their own um, product choices and hair care choices that are specifically created for them. And so that is a different um, salon experience, if you will. And then for the ones that still need a little assistance, we created a way to assist them a little bit further in the process. So virtual consultations, virtual information, virtual Um, doing your hair, but different from YouTube because it is specific. And so that is going to be something that will change it. And and so add your piece, Ms. Belinda. Yes, no,
0: I was just uh, jumping in to say that uh, another part of that uh, specialized service is that they get the years of experience. That's sharing with them. Mm-hmm. It's not my girlfriend and how she does her specific hair. It literally is a expert on the other end at the uh, do-it-yourself um, platform that, you know, that helps guide. You know, it, it, I, I love it because it's just, when I say God just shared something and poured it out,
1: amazing. Yes. Yes. Amazing. Yes. Absolutely and amazing. Even, I'm so excited. Yeah, and even as traumatizing as all of this has been for so many people, it's just really time to transition to just new business operation norm. You have to you got to pivot your entire system um, into uh-huh. a different direction. So you got to make uh-huh. adjustments in policies and procedures and just. Uh, the way you do business in general, we've had to change completely. Not necessarily the hair doing aspect, of, but the way that we run our businesses. You know, our safety precautions, yeah, are, are super, super high. And so, um, you know, you yes. you can't you you just have to do things differently. You have to do things differently. Absolutely. You have to be willing to. And the people that are not willing to will not uh, survive this. They won't survive no. it. So I, I actually looked at a everything. few of those things. Yeah.
0: I actually looked at a few of those things that were you know, like you were saying the forms and the sanitation and sterilization uh aspects and those will remain even post COVID uh, nineteen, the pandemic. It just makes sense to, to to use the things that we were supposed to be using anyway and adopting. Yes. But we weren't forced to,
1: and so we didn't, you know, right. And and in in the in the post and the uh, the returning to the chair, Dave Ray states that resilience is not a destination. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to keep moving. You got to keep moving. The mindset shifts from today to tomorrow. Um, the only certainty right now they said is the uncertainty, and so we just yeah. don't know because with all these different variations in the color. So we just need to prepare like it's gonna be here for a minute. That's right. That's right.
0: And be open to the newness that um that comes as a result of being still working through the process and looking for um the the newness even in our existing content that we have, you know, which is great.
1: Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. So,
0: Charlotte, I want you to share with the listeners how can they get in touch with you.
1: You can reach me on any social media um, avenues such as Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Clubhouse. You so many now. You got to be prepared for them all. <laughs> um, okay, either the Hair Oracle or Charlotte D. Salone. I try to keep it as simple as possible because they are growing rapidly. Right, right, right.
0: And and listeners, remember that with Charlotte, she is sharing her wealth of information um, in terms of uh, defining her business after the shutdown with COVID-19, our pandemic, sharing with us her wisdom, her knowledge um, of how God just allowed her to uh, unpack emotions of fear, turn them into collaborative works that that turned into uh, money making opportunities. Uh, sitting at home, that changed her whole business model for the future. Taking uh, taking that uh, to the marketplace uh, through technology and e commerce, and um, We're just happy that she took the time to come and be with us here. I am excited because I have the fortune to be part of that collaboration with Charlotte, coming to Atlanta, (laughs) being a part of Salon BKB, branching into a new business with the uh, DIY uh, uh, hair solutions uh, that we've come up with. And this is just
1: the beginning, Charlotte. <laughs> I know it. I'm so excited about it. God is definitely doing a new thing. Definitely doing a new
0: thing. Definitely. So um, I want you guys to remember I will have her information on how to contact her uh, directly um, on the site. Um, if you have any questions that you would like us to share, uh, you can send that to uh, Info at up2meradio.com. up the number to meradio.com, and we will be more than happy to share that um, with Sharla as well. Don't forget, sign up and subscribe so that you will get email notices of additional podcasts, Uh, not only mine, but of all of the wonderful uh, hosts of the Up To Me Radio um, um, platform. And uh, our guests come, uh, follow them, share the podcast. Um, you, you are such an inspiration, Charlotte, not only to the podcast listeners, but to me. And I thank you so much for thank sharing you. some time with us. So remember, here at It's Our Time, we connect through our issues, we build strong alliances. And we bond in our friendships as we grow together. So until next time, remember, everyone, all of us has a story to tell. What's your story?